and welcome to the conversation. Um, I am Pastor Todd, and this is Rick Coop, uh, and we are uh, in the eGathering podcast, where every week we get together and we just have a conversation. We have conversations, lots of conversations, um, but about the things that are, are about our religion, about our faith, about our walk on this planet, um, and so hopefully uh, you'll join us for these uh, each week. Today, we're going to talk about something that uh, I think a lot of people just don't even recognize, it, um, and that is that Easter is coming. Uh, for us, this should be the big holiday. Uh, Christmas is great. Um, the, uh, Thanksgiving is great. But for us, Easter, as, as followers of Jesus Christ, um, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where our religion becomes real. This is where our faith um, is laid at. Um, and so there are so an awful lot of folks who have made Easter uh, for them, and I'm not sliding them, right, uh, about right. uh, Easter bunnies and baskets and getting to spend time with their kids and, and uh, whether they wear fuzzy mm-hmm. slippers or not. And, you know, the whole there's a whole... Mm-hmm cultural deal that goes around it. I think you told a story just a little bit ago um, that really for me kind of nailed yeah. what's going yeah. on. So uh, there used to be a donut shop at the corner of uh, 15th and Madison here in Muncie and it was a pretty popular donut shop for the south side of town that we're on and I walked in one day to get donuts and the lady looked at me who was running the counter at the time and said you, you go to church, right? And I said, yeah, I do. And she said, well, and th- they had decorations, Easter decorations. And, and at that time, they even painted the window. Yeah. And she said, I understand the, the bunnies and the Easter eggs, but why are there crosses yeah. all around? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know, here, <laughs> there's, there's a point here. And, and I... Really, I'm not trying to slight her, no, or, you know, not, not better than or anything. But I thought as a Christian, that reminded me that um, we, we're not getting the story out, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not um, somehow, some way, it's being missed. Yeah. And so today we're going to just kind of talk about that uh, Easter isn't, about rabbits and and colored eggs it's there's there's a reason for easter now one of the interesting things is the word easter is actually used in scripture okay um and so it's i can understand you know where some of the the terminologies came from it, it's a holiday that comes out of a anglo-saxon a sexton term uh, Saxon term, I'm sorry, Anglo-Saxon term, uh, and it's the name of the goddess of spring. Yeah. Uh, but there's more to this uh, for believers who are on that faith journey. Uh, there's more to this as on, on a biblical perspective. And for us, like you said, there's a true meaning uh, of the holiday, and it should be the biggest for those of us who are Christians, it should be the biggest holiday. Christmas don't matter if if the resurrection never occurs. If the resurrection doesn't occur, then it's just the birth of a another carpenter. Yeah, you know, uh, another guy who said he was the Messiah. Yeah, a guy who teaches. So 
if you decide to search the word for uh, word Easter in the scripture, you're only going to find it in one place, and that's in Acts chapter 12, and it's only in the King James Version. Okay. Um, th- th- but it's Acts chapter 12, verses 1 through 4. Now about that time, Herod the king uh, stretched forth his hand to vex a cert- certain members of the church. He killed James, the brother of John, with the sword, and because he saw it uh, pleased the Jews, he presided, decided to uh, take Peter also. And then, uh, when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him uh, to the four uh, quatrinones of soldiers who kept him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Yeah. And that's the only time you're going to find it. I've looked in some of the other translations. That's really the only time you're going to find it. Um, but it's important for us to to look further from a believer's perspective into Easter, which is really about Passover. Yeah. So I think the point you're making, so I, I'm going to bet you dollars to donuts that the word Easter that got used by King James and his crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, God bless them. I'm, I have nothing against those. I think those guys are great. Mm-hmm. Praise God they did what they did. But um, I think the word probably is a word that I see come up that is Pasha, uh, which to this day is still what the Eastern Orthodox and Greek Orthodox Church mm-hmm. calls Easter. Exactly. And Easter... Yeah. Um, the word Easter, as you said, is is a myth, mythological god of mm-hmm. of the people of of of, of um, Holland and the Dutch people and of the German people, mm-hmm. and it's it's very that kind of Norsey concept. Exactly. But um, but the word means the re- rebirth. It's coming from rebirth. Mm-hmm. It's like Passover. Pasha yeah. is a variation on on the word. Passover, right? Which all of it points back to Passover, as you as you're starting to say. And actually, Pasha is really more closely uh, associated with the term Passover. It's 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 a better definition yeah. of of what's going so, on. So now, Mister Wizard, yes, <laughs> we didn't understand Easter. Now we don't understand Passover, so we really don't understand Easter. Exactly. What are you talking about? Right. What is Passover, a Jewish holiday, which is still celebrated to this day, Passover? Why is that a big deal? And what does that have to do with the Christian faith? And, and I think this is where we begin to really start to understand what Easter is all about. Uh, during the time of Passover, um, there was a time when Moses was going to lead the Israelites, the, the Hebrew, the, the, the Jewish nation, out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. And in order for that to happen, Pharaoh had to let the people go. Let my, let people, my people go. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of the same thing. <laughs> but in order for that to happen, uh, for them to be able to leave, Pharaoh had to, to say, okay, you know, you're out of here. Uh, Pharaoh did not want to do that. Pharaoh's mm-hmm. heart was was hardened. Um, he did. It, these were the slaves. These were the people who were responsible for doing the work. Yeah. And if the slaves go, 
then who's going to do the work and yeah. how are we going to have Suddenly all these? Suddenly their kids were going to have to do the work. Yeah. Right. Who's going to do all these wonderful things? So Passover is a time that is celebrated by the Jews when the people were released, were let go. Um, it's, a, it's a time marking when death passed over the, the, in them in, in a time that they were in um, Egypt. Now, what led up to that? That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, for those of us who are older, we'll remember a movie, uh, The Ten Commandments, with Charlton Heston. Yeah. You know, standing. Oh, that's, that's so scripturally correct. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's <laughs> awesome stuff. <laughs> um, but there, you Tom, know, there's a time when they're talking cheek. about the the the, the uh, who, who was it? Was it Ewell Brenner played Pharaoh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and. They were going through the different plagues. Well, there is a lot of teaching that those plagues were to dispel the gods of Egypt. The, yeah. the, there was a plague of frogs and the, and the Nile turned red and other things that locusts happened. Locusts and snakes. You know, and yeah, and there, each one of these was showing that the gods, little g, of Egypt did not have the power of Almighty God, God, the maker of heaven and earth and king well, of the universe. Up, back it up just a okay. little bit. God sends Moses, mm -hmm. who was a who, who was raised as an Egyptian. Mm -hmm. We're not going to go a whole lot deeper than that because mm -hmm. that's a whole other show. Yeah. But raised as an Egyptian, leaves... Um, the comfort of of a palace life had because he committed murder yeah, and right, and right. needed to get out of town. Right. But God calls Moses to go because Moses knows Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. Moses is essentially Pharaoh's grandson mm -hmm. in, a, in in adopted grandson mm -hmm. to go and say to let the Hebrew people go. Um, to go and worship. This is the first thing he asks. Just let, let us go goes, worship. Let us right. be involved in a relationship with our God. Which is important to me as a part of the story because God's initial request is, I want to be in a relationship with my people and I need you to let them go because otherwise mm -hmm. the Egyptians just kill them as they're leaving town. Mm -hmm. But each of those plagues, you're saying the plagues reminds me, each of those plagues was... Moses goes to Pharaoh and says, I need you to let God, the God of the universe says, to let my people go mm -hmm. and worship me. And Pharaoh initially says no, mm -hmm. and then plague. And then he says yes, and then he changes yes. his mind. Right. No, yes. plague. Yes, no, plague. Yes, no, plague. Mm -hmm. um, and so there are so many of these times. I mean, some of the toughest scripture for me in the world is Pharaoh and God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Mm -hmm. Well, he wouldn't, have Pharaoh, he wouldn't have hardened his heart if he had just gone along with the program the first couple of times. Mm -hmm. so we were like, okay, dude, now you're going to get a bubble. Mm -hmm. So by the time we get to Passover, this is the, la this is the last the plague. The last plague. And Moses tells and it's him a biggie. straight up. Yeah. If this don't go down the way I'm telling you it needs to go down, the Lord has said that he will kill the firstborn of every living mm -hmm. creature. Mm -hmm. Frogs, goats, horses, cows, every household, everybody. And so in order to avoid that, 
God gives the the Hebrew people a way of designating themselves as exactly. set apart. Yeah. And so yep. for them, Passover means that they are set apart in this moment mm-hmm. from all the destruction and death that's about to happen. And <coughs> when you're wondering why God would do this, remember, God is God and you are not. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't at that meeting. Well, I think he, I, I, I think he took his hands off and and allowed because they talk about the angel of death, yeah. allowed the angel of death to come forth. But the way that they dealt with it was what what is called to this day the Passover meal or the seder, mm-hmm. where they mm-hmm. sacrifice a lamb. I'm sure that. I'm sure the current Jewish person doesn't go do that, but they yeah. sacrifice a lamb. This is important. This, yeah. this this part is important for for later. This is where Easter comes from. Yeah, right. They sacrifice a lamb, and there's a lot of detail. Yeah, because yeah. the the Jewish the Jewish celebrations, holidays, observances have very. You'll wear these clothes. You'll wear this belt. Mm-hmm. You'll cut the thing. If you mm-hmm. if poor people will split one. It, it's the whole deal. There's no mm-hmm. reason you can't do this. You need to do this. And even if you're poor, split one. We're going to get this done. They would take the blood of the lamb and they would spread it over their doors. Right. Their door frame. So when the angel of death would come that evening, and it did, and it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Killing the firstborn of every home that didn't have the blood over the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they are covered by the blood. So you hear you hear Christians singing, mm-hmm. um, "I am covered by the blood, yeah, covered in by the blood. washed yep. in the blood." Yep. and you're yep. like, "That's just gross." This is what they it's mean. really yeah. this concept of a sacrifice of a lamb, a pure lamb. It was to mm-hmm. be a, a lamb without blemish and stain. Yes, it was to be. So don't go get your your goofed up lamb with three legs mm-hmm. and no ears mm-hmm. that is malnourished. The one you've been wanting the to one get you've been rid of. Get rid of anyway. Yeah, yeah. No. Right. We're recognizing what God is doing for us and we are sacrificing that lamb and we are covering our, our doors in, in our top of our doors in blood so that the angel of death would pass over. So with that mm-hmm. frame, that's mm-hmm. the Passover holiday. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to, when they left... When they came into the promised land, they, this is this is forever. Yes, and they are always to come home to celebrate this this holiday. This holiday, it was so big. It was. I mean, this is where, for me, this is where everything changed. Yep. This is yes. where it became different. This was the calling out of God's people. These are my people. These are my my chosen people. This is where they're set apart. This This, is where they're sanctified as belonging to God. They are, and on this night, as you said, they are covered by the blood uh, so that when the angel of death comes through, the angel will know this house. These people, I, I cannot touch them. These people mm-hmm. are protected by the hand of God. They are covered, the, the, the lamb's blood, and, and this will be important for later, but the lamb's blood covers them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it was at that point that Pharaoh said, get out of here, get out of here. Yeah. Now, 
It wasn't his ultimate answer. No. I mean, he... He, he lets he, him get out of town and goes, wait a minute. Right, right. Gotta put up with that mess. Yeah. yeah but that's all. Right. Let's go check. But that's, 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 a, that's the a... The rest of the, the story. The rest yeah. of the story, <laughs> yeah, indeed. But that is the, the, the premise for what this soon coming... Um, the, the 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 triumphant entry of Jesus into the city of Jerusalem with Palm Sun, Sunday, and then what happens during the the Holy Week, the whole time uh, with the crucifixion and then his resurrection on Sunday. And we'll get into that. So the Passover. Remember, we talked about the Passover had to do with the sacrifice of an unblemished lamb, the the best mm-hmm. lamb. Um, this is what this this is the beginning of the story about what Easter is about for we who believe in Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus um, said he's the way, the truth, and life. He's the way for us to return to a right relationship with the God of the universe. He's the truth, and that in him is no deceit, and he cannot, uh, therefore, he will not lie to us. And he's the life in that he he Jesus is the Lamb of God. He states that he's, you know, the Lamb of God. He brings us into an eternal relationship with the Father. As the Lamb of God, Jesus took our sins to the cross. Now, so the reverse of this is God gave his best to us. Mm -hmm. Um, We were in a conversation with uh, Pastor Jen Kaufman uh, here recently. And she talked about, you know, Jesus and the giving of of himself and giving his best to bring in. The thought kind of came out of my mind, went out of my mind. But as the Lamb of God, he took everything to the cross. And it's where the, for me, it's where the Apostle Paul cried out in the book of Romans, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Mm-hmm. So to tie all this together, Jesus became the sacrificial lamb that was in the Passover. Jesus became that for us so that we, our hearts, would be covered by the blood. Yeah. So when we when we think of the Passover, mm-hmm. which we need to think of, we need to recognize mm-hmm. that chain <clears throat> because it's very difficult for some people. Like one of the most ridiculous things, and 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 the Apostle Paul says very plainly, this what is ridiculous to the Greek yes. is our salvation. Mm-hmm. This idea that Wait a minute. So, you killed your son so that you could forgive the world. So, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't kill my son. You killed my son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's start No, there. that's a great point. You, you killed it, my son. It is a great but point. But it is through his death yeah. that you're saved. So, uh, what I was driving at with the Passover side sidecar, sorry, was... Something that we don't recognize a lot is it is the blood of the lamb and it being over their doors that was the first that we see or one of the first notable defeats of death 
mm -hmm. that we recognize. Death has been defeated. Mm -hmm. Death has been set aside. Mm -hmm. Death has been called off. Mm -hmm. They were to even bring their servants in if they mm -hmm. want. But anybody under that anybody door, anybody in, inside that household, anybody and, under yeah. that door mm -hmm. was safe. Mm -hmm. and, and this, so when we talk, so for, for those who, who aren't Christians, who are trying to grasp this whole thing, the point is this. At that time, those who could afford a lamb, those who could have a lamb, those who could pull it together, even mm -hmm. with their neighbor, and do this thing, those who could get a perfect lamb, um, in as much as God understood what they could do. You know, mm -hmm. God knows the perfection or lack thereof mm -hmm. of this lamb. Those who did that and covered their door were protecting those from in their home from mm -hmm. death. They, through the blood of the lamb, were shielding death. They were defeating mm -hmm. death mm -hmm. in that moment. So let me fast forward. Before you do, yeah. before you do, keep that thought, but before you do, but they were also to invite, you know, they're, they're like you said, they're slaves, they're family members who may not have been able to afford a Nobody land. said you have to believe in God to come in the store. Right. Nobody they said were, you had to do it this way to come yes, in the door. Yes, exactly. They were to bring people in. And, and who wouldn't do that for any of their loved ones? For the people that they care about? For the people who are important in their life? Bring them in and they too would be protected from the angel of death. Yeah. Whereas yeah. on the other side of it, the Egyptians would... We have our gods. We have no need for your god. And how many believers percentage of believers existed before that night and mm -hmm. then after that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even Pharaoh was a believer on the other side of that of night. On the other side of that night, yeah. Right. yeah. So, yeah. It, your thought. What I was going to say, fast forward, the Israelites are saved, the, the Hebrews weren't Israelites yet, mm -hmm. the Hebrews were saved in that mm -hmm. moment. It's amazing, so many stories. But they come through that, and yet they continue to fall over and over and over and over mm -hmm. again. And in relationship with God, we have a new thing that, that happens um, as we get to um, the time of Jesus Christ. Um, I've heard it explained several different ways. One of my favorites is um, the lead singer for the group U2, Bono. Who a lot of people they're, they're they're my favorite sneaky gospel band. Mm -hmm. um, who says somebody asked him one time, why do you think that God behaved this way with the people of the Old Testament and this way with the people of the New Testament? Mm. And he says, it's like he said. I said I'm not. He said I'll leave that to God to explain. But he said the way I see it is, uh, and I'm I'm paraphrasing, but he said the way I see it is is you raise your little children one way. And when they've matured, you raise them another. Yep. It was time. The time had come to hand your kid a pan and say, make an egg sandwich, babe. Mm -hmm. You've watched this a thousand times. Before we did this, I gave you an egg sandwich. Today, we're going to do it this way. Mm -hmm. um, and the three this weeks later, you teach them, or three years later, you teach them a souffle. Three years later, you teach them. So right. by the time we get to Jesus... What's happened is they have they have gotten so deeply into the the law and the tradition 
that they that it was absolutely possible to be a good Jew and not believe in God at all. Mm -hmm. As long as you did the 635 things, you're good. This is a tree that has many branches, oh, yeah. but the, it's a common theme. So you can take this Passover story mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. place mm -hmm. it right on top of the Easter story. Absolutely. Because here you have uh, a nonstop people who are uh, we, we mentioned the different plagues over and over and over again. Pharaoh would say, yeah, get out of here. And now nah, I changed my mind and get out of here. And I changed my mind. It's really no different than what the Israelites were <laughs> Immediately going they emulate yeah, him yeah, when they leave. Yeah. Suddenly they, they the, leave, the Hebrews they become in, Pharaoh. Right. They get into the promised land. And then, like, everything's wonderful, and then it's like, yeah, you know, not so much. I was thing. back yeah. in Egypt, right? Yeah. A piece of meat in right. my pot. Right. Okay. And, and you know, you, 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 you see the parallel of the story. Well, yeah. by the time we get to the, the Passover week and Jesus being here, um, it's, it's, it's almost... If I can say this, it's almost the same story all over again. Yeah. There needed to be a, a, a salvation from death. Now, that doesn't just mean physical death. That means a spiritual separation from the king of the universe, from, from our, our God. You, you mentioned death a little bit, bit ago. In, in 1 Corinthians, O death, where is thy sting? Mm -hmm. O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin. The strength of sin is the law. Back to, you can be a great Jew and not believe in God. All you got to do is follow the law. But you're still going to get dead. Yeah, but you're still going to get dead. You're going to get dead spiritually and relationally with God. Exactly. Yeah. But then thanks be to God, which who gave us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So here we go, back to this victory, the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, victory over death. Death can't enter in because of the blood over the, the, the mantle of the door. Death will not take us as those who believe in Jesus Christ because we're covered in the blood. So uh, the, the Hebrew Passover the, becomes the Jewish Passover, mm -hmm. the Passover of the Israelites. Is a very physical thing. It's a very, you're literally not going to physically die mm -hmm. from this plague that is coming down upon Egypt. Mm -hmm. So fast forward to the time of, of Jesus when we have become so tied up in the ritual, but God has mm -hmm. not spoken directly to them through a prophet in 400 years. 400 years, right. Because, as he says numerous times in the prophets at the end of the New Testament, I'm just, I'm just done, I'm just done mm -hmm. with you people. Mm -hmm. We've done this and done this and done this, and mm -hmm. you're not over and over again. We're not. You're, you're, you're all well and good at the, you're all well and good at the, the how tos and what fors. You're doing all the physical things, but there is your heart is not mine, mm -hmm. and God proclaims through at least two prophets that I know of, through um, Micah and through Elijah, there was coming a day when I'm going to put my spirit in your heart. I'm going to put my word inside of you. 
And so the relationship is now going to go from uh, swing the incense, don't eat the pork sandwich, to I need you to know in your heart and to be mine in your heart. I need mm -hmm. you to care for the poor. I need you to feed the, the hungry, clothe the naked. I need you to do this thing with your heart. Take mm -hmm. care of my people. Love my people. Mm -hmm. um, again, back to Pharaoh. Let my people go. Mm -hmm. Love all my people. Care for my people. Um, so when we get to the time of Jesus, we've reached the point of that it's almost gone. Mm -hmm. It's almost all do the thing with the stuff. It's about following the laws and yep. not the... And all people through were, Scripture... I, 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 I'm going to coin a phrase here. The heart of the matter is, it truly is a matter of the heart. Yeah. The Old Testament, many, many times in the Old Testament... God is telling us, look, it's not a matter of what you do. It's a matter of where your heart is. Do the thing, yeah, but not without your heart in the right place. And because we couldn't do it because of our heart, the way our, we do not guard our heart and do not, God said, here, let me, let me do this for you. And in order for that to happen, this is the way. It's got to be. You have to know that when we get to the time of Jesus, that the people were hungry again mm -hmm. for this spiritual relationship, mm -hmm. for this connection with God. They had been left hungry so long and away from it for so long. And yes. I only say this, I only say this with authority because I know of Nicodemus. I know who is a Pharisee who should have been against him and the mm -hmm. leader in the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. I say this because of John of Arimathea. I say this because even Herod, his ornery heart, mm -hmm. said, I, you're very interesting to me. Yeah. I've always wanted to talk to you. Um, <laughs> I would have liked to have been there for that conversation. An interesting conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But my point is, they were hungry and Jesus comes. Yeah. And Jesus is... Um, when we get to Jesus, Jesus walks his, the way and he shows them the way mm -hmm. to love on the poor and the, and, the, and, and the wicked for that matter. Yeah. The drunkards, the tax collectors, the prostitutes, the funky people, to use the theological term. Yeah. Um, that's who he loved them. But when at the end, his sacrifice, he is killed by us. Yeah. Just like the lambs of the Passover was killed by us. Mm -hmm. But God, Jesus says, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. They don't, they, don't, they don't have any idea what we just came to. Nope. But in doing that, Jesus, Jesus' blood becomes the blood of the Lamb that, mm -hmm. cut, and that by, as John says, um, that whoever believes in Him mm -hmm. Shall not, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Right. Life, death is defeated again mm -hmm. in that blood. And it's important that three days later, he is resurrected. Rose again. And his resurrection, so I, I, one of the things when we were talking about, so that seems ridiculous, but it doesn't to me, only because to me, God put on, I always think of it this way, 
God put on flesh and came to walk with us. To, he loved us so much, cared for us so much, that He this time put on flesh right. and walked among us. Right. And He took death mm -hmm. to show us that even to that point, He would go that far for us. But death could not hold Him. And that is the reason why the celebration of Easter because death is defeated is so important it, all of this we, we've talked about all of this and given just a, a, a brief like you said we, we could talk about this for a long long yep. time but just a brief idea of where how we got to this Easter day the thing about the the, the lamb in Egypt is none of those lambs came back to life. Nope. Not a single one of them. But the Lamb of God on Easter morning did. On the third day rose again. And the celebration is that death is defeated. That lamb in the time of Egypt covered over. The death angel passed by. But death, death was... Uh, uh, they were given a pass, a Passover. Yeah, they, yeah, absolutely. But death wasn't destroyed. Gone. Yeah, death wasn't gone. That the, they they were going to die. They were they die spiritually. They were going to. But on the day of Easter, on the on the third day when Jesus rose again, death lost its sting. There, there is no reason for we who believe um, to worry about death anymore. It can't Paul take its way. Death was swallowed up in victory. Victory. In victory. And that means that spiritual separation, that spiritual death, but it also means that there's a resurrection. There will be a physical yeah, resurrection. There will be a physical resurrection as well. That's promised and to Paul, us. Paul puts it this way as far as physical resurrection. If he says, if I told you there was no physical resurrection, then all this is pointless. Mm -hmm. He says, our, our preaching is in vain. In vain. It means mm -hmm. nothing. Right. If, 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 if we, there is no physical resurrection. How does the physical resurrection work? I don't know. Because yeah. yeah. even Paul says, ah, yeah. kind of wishy-washy on this, yeah. but you're going to get, you'll have, there will be new kingdom bodies and all this stuff. Like, it's like, whatever. If, as long as I get, as long as I'm in the, Parade, I'm right, happy. Right. What matters most to me, what what Easter means, this is what Easter means to me, Charlie Brown. <laughs> um, what Easter means to me most of all is that God loved me, that yes. God loved me so much that he put on flesh and walked among us yes. and sacrificed his own physical existence here. And was resurrected to show me how to live, to show me how much he loved me, for yeah. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and to, to remove what is the prime motivator for humans or any living thing. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you as a hunter, and I don't want to get into it too much because I don't want people clicking it off because they don't want to hear it, but I can tell you as a hunter that, that the motivation to live is the prime mover, the mm -hmm. prime motivator for all beings 
living creatures mm -hmm. to live and to, and to procreate. That's it. Mm -hmm. Food's great, but the reason for food is so you can live, so you can procreate. Mm -hmm. What God has done in Jesus Christ in the resurrection is He has removed that as the prime motive. Mm -hmm. So the question for me then becomes, for a human becomes, am I going to save that car full of people who are dying because it might kill me? Mm -hmm. Death does not matter. Death but, is not the prime mo prime motivator here. Right. Those are God's children in that car, and exactly. I'm going to do everything in my power to help those people. Am I yep. going to worry about whether I pay my rent or I have enough to retire with, or am I going to, or if I have to choose that, am I going to go and feed somebody who doesn't mm -hmm. have any? Am I going to take some food to a, to a brother who is ill? Um, my motivation flips from the prime yeah. mover being whether or not I will live because I don't have to worry about that anymore. In a, in a, in a way, and there, there's going to be all kinds of theological problems with this, but in a, way, in a way, isn't that exactly what God did for us? We're the ones in the car. Exactly. And, and, and he, he said, I love you so much. I love you so much that I, I know I don't, I'm not, I don't have to worry about death. Yep. So I will go to the car and do whatever it takes, uh, or I will go yeah. to the place and do whatever is necessary because I don't worry about death. You know, and he sent his son a part of himself. A tough thing about this is one of the things that atheists, non-believers, even believers in other faiths, who believe that Jesus died and he was in that grave, because Jesus is the most documented man in human history. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. can deny a lot of things, but you cannot deny that Jesus of Nazareth existed. Mm -hmm. You can't deny that he was hung on a cross till he died. You, what they try to do is deny that he was resurrected. Mm -hmm. Because if they can deny that, if they can prove that, then they make what we believe null and void. It's the same denial that happened <laughs> on the day of his resurrection. But you know what you can't deny? Even scientifically, people cannot deny. Those who loved him and followed him believed he was resurrected. Mm -hmm. And one of the more interesting, or I think it was funny, if it wasn't so sad, it would be more funny, theories is that it, it's called a group hallucination. Mm-hmm. Heard that. Yeah. Group hallucination. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And the reason that you can say that they believed it, the reason that you can say that they believed it, whether whether you believe it happened or not, yeah. you can't deny that they believed it, is because these men at their own peril, these men and women at their own peril, continually told the same story. Yeah. Even though it made them look like idiots, yeah. and it made them look like they were drunk, as, as Peter says, we're not drunk, calm down. Mm -hmm. um, even though it, it got them killed, they mm -hmm. told the same story. Many horrible anyway, deaths. Yeah. People don't do that if they don't believe. Mm -hmm. Because it wasn't like they were going to get lots of likes on Facebook. Right. They didn't have any such thing. Um, and there's not like this understanding that they were going to get to be all that in a bag of chips. Mm -hmm. We don't hear anything more about Thomas. We don't hear anything more about most of the fellas right. after this happened. But they did what they did but they anyway. Did what they 
um, because they believed. So, to deny the resurrection, yeah. okay, I won't argue with you a whole lot because I'm personally I don't believe that I can convince you that God exists. Yeah. I think that's between you and God. But I can tell you that Jesus of Nazareth lived. I can tell you that he lived a, a, a good life. He was a good man. And I can tell you that he was sacrificed on a piece of wood till he died. And I can tell you that his believers, without any doubt, believed that he was resurrected, mm -hmm. physically resurrected. Um, what you do with that is between you and the big man. Yep. Um, so. But what we've answered today is, so that's, so you see the rabbits and you see the eggs yep. <laughs> and you see the baskets and, I and, like and them. you see the cross. Well, that's what the cross is about. That's the celebration for us. That's why Easter is important for us. That's why Easter means so much to those who believe, is that's the day that death for us died. Yeah. And that that's the day that we entered, have the ability to enter in back to that relationship with our Father. Don't hate the Easter eggs. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Easter eggs. Easter eggs came about because of celebrations of early Christians mm -hmm. who think of eggs as being symbolic of rebirth. Mm -hmm. The other one that I found interesting was so many people fast for Lent or for for the week of Easter. They'll take mm -hmm. an, an extra fast beyond that to put themselves in a frame of mind of worship and understanding of the sacrifice of Christ. But the reason for candy eggs and sweetie, sweetie eggs with all the pretty colors and aluminum foil and mm -hmm. all the stuff is also partially about the celebration of that rebirth and breaking fast. Yeah. You're breaking whatever your Lenten fast yeah. was with a treat, with eggs and with um, we, color we, and beauty. We are not saying don't hide the eggs, don't get together with your family. Please don't do. Have the, do but but I'm gonna I want to add this before we we close. You say a lot of times on Thanksgiving we have a lot to be thankful for. We do, and you've you've said from the pulpit before. The only thing I ask is that you, when you go to your family meals, mm -hmm. when you have those times, then remember why we're thankful. Yeah, and, be brave and, enough to be yeah, the one. Be the say, one. I'll do this to you this time. I hereby yeah. place you in the army of people who will be brave enough to say, yeah. hey, before we eat, would you mind if, if we prayed? Yeah. Right. Um, you don't have to make everybody say what they're thankful for. Johnny doesn't have to tell you what he's thankful yeah. for. He can stop because he's staring at the ham and telling you that's what he's thankful for. But but stop and say, Lord, thank you right. that you put on flesh and came and walked among us, that you gave of yourself, that exactly. you cover us in your blood that death may pass over us. And I'm asking the same thing for Easter. Yeah. Um, if you are a believer, if you are a, a person who calls himself a Christian, then remember what this day is about. Yeah. You don't have to make and, a big deal out of it. And share it with people and, and ask if you can, can I just take a couple minutes and pray and give thanks for the, the, the meaning of Easter and what it means to me and, and share that. Yeah. And then and have your celebration and enjoy your family. Yeah. Yeah. We just gotta stop. Yeah. Just like the Passover. Right. We've gotta stop, come home, and recognize what was done for us in this 
The rest of it don't matter. This didn't happen, right? So, the Lamb of God. Yep. Guys, thank you for joining us. I thank hope you, you have an awesome Easter. I hope you have, uh, what is it, every, every one of the Jewish feasts uh, or the God-ordained feasts of, of the, the Hebrew people was eating a whole bunch of food, hanging out together and enjoying mm -hmm. time together and singing songs yes. and being around each other. Get all of that you can. Get you some gravy and, and, and uh, some great pie and, mm -hmm. and enjoy all of those things. But while you're doing it, remember that it's because you're covered by the blood of the Lamb um, and that He loves you even if you don't even know who He is. Thank you, guys. Have a, a great Easter holiday. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.